You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and I'm here to bring you the current planetary conditions. So you are probably feeling the energy of the full moon right now. There's a full moon in Leo on the 28th of January. And it's a full moon that will really kind of culminate the energy that began in August at the new moon in Leo. So do look back to, um, actually it was July. Do look back to July of 2020 and see what was going on for you then, because it'll, it'll be sort of like a, I don't know, like a laying to rest of the issue or an understanding. It's kind of like a closure situation. It's interesting though, because this full moon in Leo is so bright and clear. So you probably have, normally the the full moon can be very um, like tumultuous and all of our emotions that we don't want to feel are ending up expressed. And we, not that we want them to be expressed, but that's just kind of how the full moon is. It exposes what's hidden in the subconscious. So within Leo, it gives us this the sense of importance, this knowing that we need to express ourselves or that we have a right to be who we are and express what we feel. Now that kind of gives us courage and it gives us bravery, which are the same words basically. But it gives us this sort of sense of self-worth that allows us to feel brave about what we stand for, what we believe in, or what we feel we deserve. So that's kind of a lovely thing mixed in with this full moon. We also have, the full moon will be exact on 2.16 p.m. Eastern time on the 28th. So it's in the afternoon, or depending on where you are in the world. And it's it's powerful. It's got, the moon is actually opposite the sun, which is usual, and Jupiter, and also Saturn. And that gives a very... Uh, like the the moon is all by itself over there, shining its bright light on this whole kind of conglomeration of planets in Sagittarius. So part of us is wanting to be ourselves and unique and individual and, and kind of like show them our stuff. And the other part is like, well, what about society? What about the whole? What about, you know, the bigger picture of humanity because of the uh, Aquarian planets. Also, the Aquarian planets can be very selfish as well and very like oddly disconnected, but also completely connected to the sense of we are one in humanity and and the community and the greater good. Whereas Leo can be very much about finding the way to express your own special powers, essentially. If you are feeling like things are a lot right now. You might be feeling agitated and angry because unfortunately Mars is square this whole show, which is not comfortable. Mars is not comfortable where it is in Taurus. It's not comfortable with Uranus, also not comfortable in Taurus. So there's this like, I wish that things could stay the same like Taurus likes, but this really tumultuous, unpredictable vibe underneath the surface, which is not allowing things to stay the same. Things are definitely not staying the same. Even if we want them to stay the same, they are not staying the same. So keep your eye out for that sort of, you know, Mars can get really angry. It can be even violent or have outbursts of like fury or rage or, you know, unexpected, unexpected explosions can happen with 
Mars and Uranus energy connected. So it's squaring the energy of this this new moon and or this full moon. And that, like, you know, stay out of dangerous places. Probably don't go, like, walking in bad neighborhoods at night or be careful with confrontation with authority in general because the authority may be very, like, stubborn and unwilling to bend. And you just don't want to have to, like, run into any difficult situations that might flare tempers. And you might not have no, any choice but to experience your flared temper. <laughs> That's, you know, I mean, we're people and we have feelings. And some of us, especially if you're personally triggered by this moon, are going to experience it more than others might experience it. So we've got that this moon opposite Saturn gives us this sense of possibly duty and responsibility, and maybe even like a blown up sense of duty and responsibility. There's this like, you know, I want to have fun and do my own thing and be myself and shine my light, all Leo, where the moon is. But then there's Saturn saying, no, we've got to do this for the greater good. And and Jupiter, it could go either way. It can kind of amplify that, oh, we got to watch out for the greater good. Or it could be like, this is bullshit. What about freedom? What about, you know, the ability to say what you want to say and justice and what's right, the, like the righteous answer. And so there could be even like a discrepancy between the Saturn-Jupiter energy in Aquarius in opposition to this moon. So that's complicated. There's some complicated stuff going down. Um, another important aspect, well, there's quite a few actually, but another one that really stands out is that Venus and Pluto are conjoined in Capricorn. So this can really tap you into your desire for wealth and your desire for power. And often wealth and power, they come together. So if you've suddenly, like recently, I've been watching this show with my hubby. It's hard to find one that everybody likes, but we've been watching the Yellowstone or just Yellowstone. It's Kevin Costner's new show. And it's in the great outdoors, like all the scenes are filmed like on a ranch and it's beautiful and spacious and it feels so good even just to watch it and spend time in the great outdoors like that. And I recently realized that it was, it was, this is so classically like Venus, Pluto. I recently realized that I felt sad that I didn't have a ranch (laughs) and suddenly I need to have a ranch too, (laughs) a whole ranch. That's like so, you know ridiculous. But also I can see how that would be great to have your own ranch. You know, there's still animals I haven't experienced in my life. Like I probably like to be around a pig and a goat and have chickens again and, you know, just have the freedom to have your own land all around you without people anywhere near you. Sounds absolutely divine to me. So, and I'm a Capricorn and this is all happening in my chart and, and aggravating, I guess you could say aggravating, um, sort of the needs, what what will make us, not just a Capricorn, but all of us are going to feel it somewhere in our chart. What will make us happy? What do we want to create here on earth? What is of value to us? What do we love? What makes us, you know, what can we put in, in our paths that allow us to experience beauty and our own power, our own sovereignty, our own ability to create reality how we want it? That's the kind of... um concepts that we're grappling with. And it, with Pluto and 
Venus, it can really be also about love. Like, what are we passionate about? Who are we passionate about? Have we met before in another life? Do we know each other from a different time? There's there's that sort of real passionate soul level connection that comes with this energy. So we're all feeling it. We're, we're definitely um, susceptible to this power and this desire to clarify our power and to step into our power and be who we are. In Capricorn, we do have like a real executive head about us. We're able to like plan for the future and be clear about, you know, get our five-year plan written and be clear about what it is that we want and also what the essence is of what we want. Like the, it's not just like I would like a ranch, just a whole ranch all to myself. But the essence of that really is to feel a sense of spaciousness all around me and a sense of privacy and a connection with nature, which I find incredibly like soothing to my soul to be connected to nature. So if I could just kind of clarify the essence of of those particular, you know, desires that make me want a ranch, then it can come to me in other ways, maybe not necessarily a ranch, maybe you know, there's other ways that it could come or maybe even a ranch, which would be really lovely. And so I'll put that on my list, but it's definitely a powerful time. So though that may seem like a high, you know, a big idea to own your own ranch with Capricorn there and with Pluto and Venus there, it's not really that big of an idea. People do it all the time. I actually just had a chart reading with a lovely lady who lived down the road for where Kevin Costner actually lives and it's this private exclusive ranch. And just the actual, the fees that you pay to buy into the club is like $300,000. Can you even imagine? $300,000. And that's to buy in. And then it's like a $33,000 yearly charge. And you get to golf and you get tennis and you get to ski in the great outdoors without any riffraff around. <laughs> but there are people with that sort of crazy levels of money. So it really does depend on what you set your sights on, I think. So set your sights big and make your plan clear because things could really start happening with this particular energy. Another tricky aspect that we're all dealing with connected into this is that Uranus is square the moon. And that gives this sort of electric, buzzy, fast-paced, moving kind of... Um, sudden insights. It's It can be a very sudden, if you're not leaning into change in your life, Uranus can come along and suddenly change things for you in, in very drastic ways. Oftentimes good. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a bad thing that happens, but usually it's because we're resisting change in some way. So whatever you can do to lean into change and to put yourself outside of your comfort zone and go after kind of what you want from your heart, because Leo rules the heart and the sun in the center of us. So whatever we can create from that space and go forward with right now and intend to go forward, get clear about what we want, we'll have such power around it. So do keep that in mind when you're trying to clarify what you want to create in your life. It's a pretty big deal. And the sun is also the conjunct Jupiter, which is, again, there's like this expansion of blessings, a, a lucky scenario, lucky things can happen. Even though there's sort of this deep pull to change when we might necess not necessarily want to change, there's also this like the gifts of the effort can be seen and can kind of be 
like you can see why you would do it or what direction you need to go. And Jupiter will give, it will make things fair. It will rise the truth to the surface. It will, I mean, again, it can, it can exaggerate things that, sh- you know, if you have a little gambling problem, Jupiter might make it a hundred times worse. So it can do that, especially with speculative ventures. But equally, the speculative ventures work out and you were lucky and lucky things happen. And you just kind of stumble along into some lucky stuff, which who doesn't want that? That's pretty awesome. So always remember that attitude or the gratitude, gratitude is the attitude because it does draw what you want to it. So look around for what you can be grateful for. Look around for what you appreciate It is pretty tumultuous times that we're all living through, and we're about to have Mercury retrograde coming up on the 30th. So Mercury will be retrograde for three weeks. It is, again, very, um, like, don't try to push forward necessarily. It's a good time to review and to, like, redo things, redecorate, reorganize, um, all the rewords that there are, reacquaint yourself. Oftentimes, people from the past will come back at this time for because things aren't finished properly. You need to get things sorted out. Clarity needs to happen. And so coming together at Mercury retrograde is very common. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's meant it's coming back because it's meant to be, but it can be that it's coming back because it it was something that didn't get finished properly. Equally, Something that you needed to do before that you you kept putting off can can get legs under it during this time. Also, you can find things you lost, which is super cool. Who doesn't want to find what they lost? So there's that kind of blessing of the Mercury energy that gives us the clarity that we need if we're willing to look back, look back past over the last three months, see what it is that you were trying to create or what went down so that you understand it. So that when Mercury goes direct again, we can move forward without unfinished business, which I really believe is like the the purpose of it. it they say that it corresponds to the sleep cycle. So Mercury going retrograde gives our, our like kind of our striving to become something a break and has a chance to like look back. Don't, they say don't buy electronics that they can end up being, you know, glitchy. Also, don't sign contracts. Things aren't quite what they seem. You might not be seeing things clearly. So you don't want to, you know, tie yourself into that. Wait until Mercury goes direct and even better until it reaches the spot that it started going retrograde at, which is, you know, maybe like a month or six weeks away. So yeah, take your time. Don't be too concerned with, um, Like, don't push. You don't have to push. You can just sort of clarify from your, like, big executive desk in your imagination. Clarify what you want to create and what you want to bring into the world. And the Mercury retrograde will really help kind of go through that process. On the first, Venus will move into Aquarius. And that's going to be such a shift in energy. We, if you've been too, if you've been like tied up and felt burdened or obligated, suddenly you'll be like, I'm free. I'm going to be free now. I don't, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. And you'll be able to do that from a detached place, which is so nice. Also, the moon will be trining Venus and Saturn and Jupiter, giving you kind of clarity of emotional reaction. Like, oh, now I understand what I need to do, and it'll give you sort of an emotional harmony, but also 
like a level of depth and understanding and commitment that you can achieve because your emotions are in harmony right now. So that's nice. There's like a lot of impressive movement happening in the cosmos. So make sure you come from your heart and make sure you take some time on the 28th to really clarify what you want to create. Also, super good time to take all your crystals and and your lovely little guardians that you keep with you and put them under the full moon. It'll clarify and clear and clean and help charge them with that really potent and it'll charge them with like love and heart and self-worth and all the things that we need to kind of march forward in the world with confidence and certainty and with sharing our little bit of ourselves with the rest of the world. And it's a way that we can be of service. So hopefully you'll find how you can be of service and come from the heart and be who you are and love yourself. And that will help everyone else do exactly the same. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Very much appreciated. And many blessings for a most fabulous week and an incredibly potent Leo full moon. 